Ask the Podcast Coach for February 20th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com and joining me right over there is the one, the only from the average guide.tv, Jim Coulson. How's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy heat wave here in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I think we're going to get to 25 today. Considering it was negative 20 this week, uh, it's it's good to have some warmer weather. And it's good to be inside on Ask the Podcast Coach. One way to uh, warm yourself up, of course, is to uh, get a piping hot cup of Joe. And um, that uh, coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend over at uh, podcastbranding.co. And what I'm going to do today to talk about podcastbranding.co is I'm going to do kind of two little, uh, I'm going to promote myself while I promote Mark. And that is something I noticed. I'm going to share my screen. And what I'm doing is I went over to askthepodcastcoach.com and I clicked on the episodes. And what's interesting is if you go down to the old episodes, I would put our old artwork on our artwork there. And it's, you know, you got the little microphone and you can kind of read, ask the podcast coach, but not really. And then all of a sudden you'll see, boom, the new logo hits and the artwork just looks better. I've got that cool kind of use the, the words, ask the podcast coach, even here uh, in episode 328, I got the little Mike buddy. Uh, we need a name for the little Mike buddy. Maybe we'll just call him Mike buddy or I don't know, little Jimmy. Mike. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Yeah, there you go. Mike. Um, and I just thought that just looks, it looks cooler. So if you need any kind of artwork, whether that's a logo, whether you need uh, album artwork, if you need some sort of, you know, if you're doing a PDF, a, a lead magnet, or if you're like, you know what, my website looks like crap. Uh, Mark will do your whole website. And the great thing about it is he works with you. He listens to your podcast to make sure that your brand and your podcast are all united and uh, I was working on the School of Podcasting this week, and Mark's the guy that did the uh, artwork for that. And I was just like, man, I love my logo. So if you're looking to uh, look professional, check out Mark over at uh, podcastbranding.co. And uh, Jim, that is a mighty fine looking mug you got there. Yeah, our friends over at James over at the Dog Podcast Network. Uh, kind of sponsoring the the mug for the month, and so James, they're they're doing some great work, uh, and they have they have their you know they have the, the listen they make episodes that you can listen to as you're walking your dog. Like as the I mentioned, the weather, it's going to get better. Spring is on its way. I know it doesn't feel like that right now, but spring is on its way, and of course uh, you can uh, dog edition. You can get out there and. Have a listen. So, James, thanks for sponsoring the mug, and you could do that too. Dave, how, how do folks find all the opportunities to partner with us? Uh, well, you can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. We'll get you. You can become a patron. You can buy my book. You can sponsor the mug. All that stuff is at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. Dave Stewart is coming in a second, but I, I wanted to bring up one topic real quick, and that is I've had people ask this question, and that is how do I come up with topics for my podcast. And there's two ways of, of addressing this. And the first one is that I wanted to talk about. And that is if somebody goes, I don't know what to podcast about. I saw that a couple of times in some Facebook groups this week. And my kind of thought on that is not that you shouldn't start a podcast, but I don't think you should start a podcast now because usually, because it's hard starting a mm -hmm. podcast, a good mm -hmm. podcast is hard. Starting a crappy podcast is easy. But uh, I don't know, Jim, if somebody's like, I don't know what I should podcast. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I struggle a little bit. Like it'd be like a runner saying, I really want to run a marathon, but I don't really want to train. I don't know what to do. And yeah, it's a struggle. I think maybe start a community before you start a podcast. Get, start gathering some people who want to talk about or find other podcasts that are talking about this. Get in those communities. Start figuring out what's been said. Find the gaps. I think that's the key on this is yeah. Find the gaps in the space. James has got the Dog Podcast Network. They're podcasting about dogs. That's not the only podcast that talks. James wishes it was, but it's yeah. not the only podcast. I'm sure it's not the only dog podcast. 
but they have gotten, they've gone in a different direction. They have a dog cancer answers podcast out there Mm. that like you think about this, that's for dog owners. That's a really important for a dog owner who has a dog who has cancer. Talk about a niche of a niche on that, but it's those, that's super passionate. And so is he going to get thousands of downloads on that? Probably not. Is that going to be a super engaged audience? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So. Yeah, I, I started a podcast because I don't cook that much. Now, I cook all the time, but it's all via a microwave. And I thought I really should be expanding my horizons and get into the spices and all sorts of stuff. It's not something I've ever really done. Don't have a lot of passion for it. But I thought for some reason, this is backwards thinking now that I think about it. I thought if I start a podcast, then I'll either have a great meal or a great story. And so I started a show called New to Cooking. And it turns out the reason I don't cook a lot, I don't like it. And it's so if you, if you don't have, if you don't have a passion for what you're talking about, it's probably not going to end well. So don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't, if you don't, if if you're not passionate about it, don't do it. Find a group of people though. I think it's get started by finding other people. All right. We're going to bring Dave up to the stage. Dave, thanks for coming on. Ask the podcast coach with Dave and Jim. What can we help you with? Hey guys. Hey, thanks for doing this. This is pretty cool. This shows the power of uh, multiple streaming um, mm-hmm. platforms. I hadn't watched you guys yet and uh, I've been digging into clubhouse and now that you're here, it's boom, I'll, I'll check you guys out. So this is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So I have the outdoors online marketing podcast, which Dave has been on and I have uh, the wet fly swing fly fishing podcast, a couple of shows I do. And it's been a lot of fun, a lot of work and passion, just like everybody talks about. But my question is, on the recording, I've been thinking about using the uh, the Zoom PodTrack P4. And Dave, I know you have a great video on YouTube that describes how to record on Clubhouse. But that's kind of my question, is that getting into this, are there any the legalities and things like that? Is it pretty straightforward? Just let everybody know you're clicking record and go for it. First of all, I'm not a lawyer, but that is in their their terms of service. It says without written permission. So technically, I'm still breaking their terms of service because it says this is being recorded. At the beginning of the show, I said, if you raise your hand, you're being recorded. Now, realize that people have showed up since I've said that. And it does say in the title, Ask the Podcast Coach Recording. So I'm doing everything I can to let people know, hey, you're being recorded. And I am f- seeing more of that on Clubhouse, by the way, where yeah. people are putting that record. I think you started the trend, Dave. Yeah. Of <laughs> putting recording in the title, hoping yeah. that we're doing. Nobody's kicked us off yet, right? No. And I know somebody... I saw in Facebook, they're like, there are kicking people off who are recording. It, oh, it's, yeah. uh, I have, I, the only time I'm in clubhouse recently is on Saturday mornings. I have not been popping in during the week. I've got other projects I'm working on. And, but so it's one of those, it's, that's what I'm doing. But in the immortal words of, I don't know, my mom, if Johnny Johnson jumps off the whatever main street bridge, does that mean you're going to? So just because I'm doing it doesn't mean it's safe and fine and legal. I'm, I'm, it's a risk, Dave. Yeah. It's a risk at this point. It's not clear if you can. Yeah. So. But I, I know they are, I've heard rumors that they're going to bring recording. In fact, they are recording you right now for something. I saw that in one of their updates. They're like, Hey, we're like, we're recording you behind the scenes, but it's okay. It's still, it's not for public, but we have our own copy. And I don't know if they're doing that to cover their butt. They're going to sell it. You, yeah. you know, that's coming. They're going to enable yeah, audio for $10 a month or yeah. whatever. But if you go to ask the podcast coach.com slash how you can see how I'm doing this. And it basically amounts to plug everything into the roadcaster pro or a pod track P4 and then plug the phone in via a TRS cable, and you'll be uh, good to go. Dave, did that answer your question? Yeah, that was great. And I was just going to say, I have noticed, I think Stelzner from the social media market, I think he's also recording, so he's pretty big as well. So I'd yeah. imagine, you know, it seems like if some of the big wigs are doing it, that, but yeah, it's always a chance to get booted, so I guess you take the chance. But thanks, guys. Well, no, no problem. You bet. Thanks for jumping in, Dave. I, I imagine the audio recording is the next feature coming on Clubhouse. Like you can't, everybody wants, to, that's been our number one question on it is how do I, how do you do the recording? I think they'll, if they're smart, they'd sell that as a subscription. So that'd be a nine ninety nine subscription well, did, right, to be able to record. Did you hear what Mark Cuban did? He's announced that he's going to create a Clubhouse and he's calling it Fireside. And you just go, uh, hey, Mark, you might want to do a little research and type in the word fireside podcasting and you'll find out that there is a media host created by Dan Benjamin called Fireside and just it's just a quick Google search would have discovered oh yeah guys we unless 
And I don't know if that's just a, a case where he just figures, well, I got a gazillion dollars. Whoever, if I squash somebody's brand, I'll just buy it. His people will figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure it out. He's a smart guy. Yeah. But uh, we have another hand raise here by Glenn Gabriel. So we'll bring Glenn up on stage because he knows he's being recorded. And uh, Glenn, welcome to the show. What can we help you? Hey, guys. Thanks, Dave, for letting me up on stage. Yeah. It's unusual. I, I usually listen to your episode of this, of the Ask the Podcast Coach. I usually listen to it after you're done. So this is my first time. And now you're on Clubhouse. I've been on Clubhouse for about a week and, and it actually fascinates me, but that's neither here nor there. I, I've been I've been producing my podcast. It's a curling podcast and I've been doing it for almost a year now. I got to stop there a second. When you say curling, is this like the broom throw away a kettleball kind of thing? A, a stone on ice? Yeah. That kind of curling? That is exactly. How story. cool is that? <laughs> All right. Continue. Okay, so I've been producing the podcast for about a year now, and all of my interviews I've been doing, I've been doing through Zoom. And Mm -hmm. I understand there's a lot of different options, but the reason I do Zoom is because, one, everyone's using Zoom, and two, it's free. So I'm looking at alternatives now. There have been times where the quality of it has been poor and it's cut out or they've been lags. So I'm just looking at options. Of course, the budget's an issue. That's why I'm using it because it's free. But I'd appreciate any uh, suggestions. There are a couple of things you can do. One is, of course, Dave is going to hold up yet again, the PodTrack P4. It's 200 bucks, but this will give you separate tracks. You can still use Zoom, and unless they turn into Bugs Bunny on Poison, where all the uh, kind of thing, you can't <laughs> fix that. But what that does is what you hear is what you're recording, where with Zoom, when you're done, they compress the, the caca out of it, and it doesn't sound... It's listenable, but it's okay. And then you get into there's Zencaster, Clean Feed. I use Squadcast, and all those kind of do the same thing. Stream, Streamyard. Streamyard is another one. Yeah, Jim, what do you use? Are you still Streamyard? Using? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm. Well, I'm exclusively Streamyard. It is just so easy. Here's you know? a fun question: When was the last time you used Skype? Oh, actually, I, a couple of weeks ago. But listen, it had been like three years before. Yeah, that. I was going through the school of podcasting and I'm looking at old things and there's a whole big section on how to use Skype. And I was like, OK, that's a little outdated. Skype really has good audio quality, though. Yeah. Like when you're on a Skype call now, they're really good. Yeah. So that's not a bad but nobody knows how to get to it. Like you're like, hey, can you want to jump on Skype? And they're like 1997 call. That's it. They're all like, wait, <laughs> I got to find it. Yeah. Exactly. So I yeah, Squadcast and uh, StreamYard. Yeah, is, are, are pretty decent and they're easy Stre- to get into. Streamyard is just drop dead simple. You send them a link, they're in. Like yeah. it is, and you can re- you can download the video or the audio only. It's, it just have a lot of great options. Yeah the the other thing you want to do is get some sort of a little cheat sheet that says, "Hey, thanks so much for coming on the curling show. Just some things to get you ready for our interview on such and such. Please be in a quiet room. Please be using the best microphone you have. Please have headphones on." And if you're using Squadcast, please use Chrome, yada. And I look forward to what we're going to talk about. So if you can do a little like guest prep, that's never a bad idea. I, I kind of got bit by that. I interviewed somebody who was a big shot smarty pants, and uh, they were trying to join Squadcast on an iPad, and they couldn't get it to not use. Oh crap! What's the browser on a Mac? I'm drawing a blank. Safari. 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 Yeah, they're trying to. They were trying to join Zencat and no, Squadcast via Safari. And I was like, huh. And I just punted. I'm like, here, let's get on Zoom. And so that was, you know, and I, that was a shame on me. I didn't send them the, the prep sheet. I just assumed they knew what was going on. So, Glenn, does that help or does that confuse you yeah. more? No, that really helps, guys. And I'll start exploring some of the other options. It's funny. I, I do send out a bit of a cheat sheet to my, my potential guests. Yeah. And one other thing I add is if you can hook it up, just, just literally insert a network wire into your computer instead of doing it over Wi-Fi. I just think that yeah. the physical connection's better. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. Cl- Clean Feed and Zencaster have free options. The kind of and it's not a huge one, but you don't get separate tracks that way and I think you get the recording as an MP3 instead of a wave. But I know uh no agenda uses now they use the paid version, but they use Clean Feed. So, that's okay. another those are two options that are free. Hey, we just glossed over something that that Glenn said. I think that's super important. It's in your instructions. Ask them if they can connect to a wire. Mm. Can you get? Can you have a physical connection and not Wi-Fi? Because I, all the problems I run oh. into with bad audio and terrible video are all caused by Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, 
if you can, in your instructions, in StreamYard, actually, if you go to the invite section on StreamYard and choose the send email option, they have a templated kind of set of instructions that you could start with. Ooh, there nice. If you wanted to grab those, it's been nice. They have some recommendations. But, Glenn, I, you're absolutely right. I, every time when I do this at work and I get somebody on, I'm like, hey, are you plugged in or are we on Wi-Fi? 90% of the time they're on Wi-Fi. And I say, can we get to a plug somehow? Now, you can't always, but it's a good idea. If I prepped them in advance, it's a good idea to have them on a wire. Yeah. I had uh, a client this week I was uh, talking with, and she has three teenagers, and she would just straight up freeze and then she could hear me, but I couldn't hear her. And so after about three times of those, she was like, everybody off the internet now. And then she explained that her one um, son that's in high school is wired in. And she's, he had to because you're taking classes online. You need a decent yep. connection. And she yep. goes, I've, I've got to find a solution for this. She goes, because I'm being hired to, to coach people. And she goes, I can't be having this in the middle of a coaching call. And I said, well, you're going to have to kick your son off his computer then, or you're going to have to wire your laptop or find another way to get wired because he was having no problem, but she was just locking up left and right. And it was, it's one of those things that if once you understand what's going on, yeah, it's just the, yeah. what it does is it kills momentum. It just, cause all of a sudden you got this nice rhythm going question, answer conversation. And all of a sudden, hey, and you're, okay, you're back. Can you hear me? Are you good? Okay. And then you right. have to go like kind of in your head, you're like, okay, where do we leave off again? And it just, it's, that's what happened to me was with this person. Once I finally got them in and then we got it going, I looked up and I was like, ah, crap, I have them for an hour and I just lost 15 minutes. And then, so I'm frazzled and I'm trying to, I'm just not in that. I I was not in the groove for that interview. It's a good thing. So Glenn, anything else? Uh, Go ahead. Let me, I I got a question for Glenn. How does one do a podcast on curling? What's your format? How do you have it laid out? What's how long is it? What, how do you do that? Okay, first, the podcast is actually called Coaching Kids Curling. So Mm -hmm. not only is it a curling podcast, and not only is it a coaching podcast, but I'm literally focused on kids coaches. So that's the the narrow thing. Yeah, a niche of a niche there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. How long is it? How long do you go on your podcast? It depends. If it's a solo episode, I usually go up to 10 minutes. It's usually just one topic I talk about. Good. Nice. If I'm doing an interview, it's anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. And do you spread, do you mix those up or it just depends on the, Uh, how, how things come together? Yeah, absolutely. To be honest with you, the first 20 episodes were solo because I was working mm-hmm. my way up to doing interviews. Yeah. But yeah. ever since then, it's been actually more interviews since then, but I do drop in the occasional solo episode just to break Great. it up. What do you t- find you have trouble finding things to talk about or it, uh, it, does it just t- the topics invent themselves? It's funny. I'm going to, it's funny you mentioned that because I wrote down something about that for me. No. Because before I even started the podcast, I literally wrote out a list of 100 plus things I wanted to talk about. Oh, my goodness. Give him a hand. (laughs) Woohoo! And I'm the sort of person, if you ever do these brainstorming exercises, they tell you just write it down and then worry about crossing it out later. I've probably done maybe a quarter of the things on that list so far. And and then how? what else can I talk about? Uh, Yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to say. If you're looking for topics to talk about... One thing to do, this uh, suggestion, create an editorial calendar. I know that some people use a different term for that. But month to month, there may be things like specific holidays or conferences or webinars Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. other things that happen on a yearly annual basis. One thing that I never even heard about until I started doing this was International Podcast Day. And I thought, dang, that was a way I learned about it a week after that. And I went, I should have just done a podcast on talking to other podcasters in my niche or something. Yeah. You could have interviewed other shows. Yeah. And Glenn, are you on a Mac or a PC? Uh, I'm on a I pre- oh god! I know this one <laughs> broke my brain. Sorry, Dave. It's, yeah. it, it's because I'm I, right now. I am literally using a 2008 Macintosh uh, okay. uh, oh. MacBook to produce it on GarageBand, but everything else I do through Zoom, through uploading, and doing all my social medias through my uh, Lenovo. So uh, okay, relatively well, new. another option then that's free 
is we were talking about Skype. Ecamm Call Recorder has a program, and not only will it be free, now that, I think it's $20 for that program, but you could record over Skype, and then it does separate the left and right channels. So if you go to uh, schoolofpodcasting.com slash call recorder, that's another option. And, and I know a lot of people, especially on a Mac, the thing that's been great about Ecamm is when in the early, so we're talking 10, 15 years ago, when Audacity was still new, everybody had an Audacity ate my interview story and the people on a Mac who were using Ecamm never had, I don't still don't know a person that's ever lost an interview because they were using call recorder. So a lot of times if you're on a Mac, like how do I record interviews? I'm like, do you have Skype? And they're like, yep. I'm like, Ecamm call recorder is not a bad solution. And that's another one that's fairly affordable and it'll give you split tracks if you want them. So no, is Ecamm also for PC or is it just a Mac thing? Unfortunately on the, on the PC, there is, I think if you just type in free Skype recorder, there's one that will give you split tracks. The same thing, it it will give you a split track, but you're getting an MP3 file. It's not a WAV file. So it's, but the thing I like about that is it's free. And if you pay for it, I want to say it was like 10 bucks. And the thing I liked about that particular one, because normally I'm not a big free guy, but they did always keep it updated because every time Scott... Skype comes out with an update. All these other things that were free would eventually break. In this, they always seem to uh, have it updated. So it wasn't a, a bad option. So, Glenn, the new M1 is pretty nice. So oh. if you want to upgrade that 08 Mac to something new, those the new Mac M1s are pretty nice. <laughs> and Daniel from uh, the Audacity to the Podcast says, did you see that Ecamm Call Recorder is being retired? They can't get it working on the new Apple Silicon chips. And they said Skype updates keep breaking the recording app. There you go. I wish I had the sound and effect of taps. Uh, so that's a bummer because that was always a great solution. There you go. Info in real time. Glenn, anything else? Uh, no, Where, that's everything, guys. Great. Where can we find your show? What's your website? Dave, you'll be proud of me. My podcast is Coaching Kids Curling, and the website is coachingkidscurling.com. There we go. Nice and simple, my friend. Glenn, yes. thanks for coming in and asking your question. We really appreciate it. No, thank you, and keep up the great work, guys. I love Clubhouse. Uh, I'm go- I'm here a w- for a long time. I cool. think. Good, All right, man. Good, thanks. Good. Good having you. Thanks for jumping in. And now Glenn will be listening to his. He'll be listening to this back. Going, look, I'm I'm on the show. He's, I made the show, man. I, the Clubhouse audio is really good. Like it's well, just as good. I think it depends it, on if somebody has me on speakerphone. That's the old. That's not going to work. But I think so. I really? could be wrong. I could be I wrong. Think, I I wouldn't. I think the experience is to. Is to have it, is to be watching it. it. I don't know. That's true, too. Could be. Got a question from the chat room from Bond, Kerry Bond. A a DJ friend has a gently used Allen & Heath ZED 10X for sale for $200. Thoughts? For me, if I'm spending $200, you guessed it, it's the PodTrack P4. Because if I got the whole Allen Heath thing, now I've got to deal with Mix Minus. I can't plug my phone into it easily. Yeah, for it, it now. Sorry, Jim. Where, where is Randy Cantrell when we need him? He's not. I, I I went at Randy to see if he was in the chat room. Yeah. He's our resident sound expert on some of these. Two hundred bucks. I, I don't know. I'd have to take a look at it and see what it would get me. Yeah, I realized today because I've been thinking about buying a a new camera, and it dawned on me if I sold my oh, well, I know I have a Presonus AR12 in my closet, and what's the little thing that looked about like an eight track tape sound devices. Mix Pre 3. I think I have a, oh. yeah, I have a Pre oh, yeah. 3. Okay. And those things were ungodly expensive. And I'm like, the longer it sits in your closet, the less you can charge for it. So I need to uh, dust off my eBay account and uh, go to town. But going back to Glenn was saying how, you know, he does that. He, what a great exercise to write down. Here's what the next episodes are going to yeah. be. Daniel yeah. J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast talks about that as that's something he did. And Jim, how do you come up with ideas for your show? We talked about if you can't figure out what to podcast, maybe now is not the time to podcast, but how do you come up with ideas? Yeah, on the tech podcast side, that's pretty easy because tech is always changing. So we're much like what Glenn is doing. We interview, like last night, we had the CEO of Channels on. And so we do those kinds of interviews. I have individuals in my community who are really good twice a year to come on and, and give us topics. And then we just talk about what's current, what we're currently doing in our in our networks, in our with our computer setups, with our gadgets, those kinds of things. The good news is the gadget space has never been more active. So 
it's pretty easy. I Dave, I schedule about uh, 12 weeks out. So I've got a spreadsheet that has all the dates and then where I'm going. If I can't fill in a date, my co-host and I just fill it with content of what we're currently doing. So that's pretty easy. On the Gallup side of things, we actually have a production schedule. So I I now have a, this is really great, by the way, I have a marketing team that says, hey, we need these topics. And I'm actually scheduled three, uh, three quarters out now to say these topics, we're going in this direction. They have this SEO quality to them. We want to make sure we're covering these things. And then it's my job to find the host and the guests for those and start filling in the blanks. So it's a, it, from, on the work side, it's really great to have a team that kind of helps you get that done. I know not everybody can do that and I'm not bragging, but it's pretty freaking great to have a, <laughs> a team behind you. But that exercise, we're doing that exercise at work that we encourage everyone else to do, which is sit down and write out 10 episodes. Now, Glenn did a hundred, which is pretty, it's pretty crazy. awesome. Yeah. Like my, my, my heart leapt. I was like, yeah, yes, I do that. But my recommendation, sit down and get 10 ideas, brainstorm, brainstorm with some friends. This is where that community idea is important get into the community and see where the gaps are. Absolutely. Jim, do you believe a half hour has already gone I know. by? I, I know it because I'm thirsty. Can, <laughs> can we get some, can I get some more coffee? Absolutely. If you're watching us on video and you want to jump in, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. If you're watching on Clubhouse and you don't mind being recorded, just raise your hand. But what we're going to do right now is thank our awesome supporters. And we're talking about, first of all, we got to thank the teachers, Pat. And that is, of course, a James over at Dog Podcast Network. Not only Jim was talking about Dog Edition, which is this great podcast you can listen to while you are walking your dog. You can also win some money, like $5,000 worth of money. They're looking for dog stories, 101 dog stories. And uh, if you are a creator who happens to have a dog, go over to Dog Podcast Network and uh, sign up for that because they're they're always looking for all these great stories for things like Dog Edition and all their other shows. And uh, James is a great guy, and he's getting this thing off the ground. And uh, check it out, dogpodcastnetwork.com. Boy, we always thank our awesome supporters that donate $20 a month. So awesome people like Ed Sullivan at uh, sonniccupcake.com. He'll make you sound great if you need an editor. Felix over at the latinpodcastawards.com. I'll be talking about... Felix on the next episode of the School of Podcasting because he very politely had me. Sometimes you got to have somebody smack you in the face to see things that are right in front of you. So you'll hear that story on the School of Podcasting this week. Glenn the Geek Hebert, yeah, easy for me to say. Glenn the Geek over at horseradionetwork.com. If you like horses, he's got tons of shows over there. Max Trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com. He is a 2008 national CFI of the year. Check him out again, aviationnewstalk.com. If you want to get your finances in order, go over and check out Greg at debtshepherd.com and Kim Cradgy over at toastmasters101.net. If you want to develop your voice or reduce your editing time, all that storytelling kind of stuff, check it out, toastmasters101.net. And Kim was like, hey, why am I not on the awesome supporters page? And it's because Kim paid me in person with a check. So she ah, was, so wow. she wasn't in Patreon. I was like, how those did that things, happen? Those things still work. They do. Still, they yeah. still work. <laughs> Shane over at spybrary.com. If you want to get your James Bond and all things spy on, check him out, spybrary.com. The Indie Drop-In Network, if you're looking for exposure for your show and you got a true crime. Tr- okay, apparently my mouth is just not going to work today. True crime, comedy, or a scary uh, kind of story. Greg is over there helping people get those kind of shows in front of a new audience. Check it out, IndieDropIn.com. Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where your podcast and that all that hard work, well, he helps you make it fun, BabyMountainRadio.com. And of course, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter and see the page that Kim was talking about, you can go to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome, because we also have our $10 supporters over there. And uh, if you like to support us in many different ways, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store and you can do a one-time donation. You can find our book, all sorts of other fun things over there at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. I had an idea and I'm fine. Oh, oh. while, you're, while you're coming back with it, show my screen really quick. I'll, okay, cool. I'll, I'll give you a buffer. So Thank you. I mentioned in the beginning of the show, Dog Cancer Answers from the Dog Podcast Network. One of the really cool things is they have for, the, for this podcast, pretty easy and clear way to contact the show. This is one of those areas where I went at it. I went up to the ask a question Mm -hmm. button and clicked on it. Boom, right on this page. So they have a number you can call in if you're in. This is one of those situations. This 
happens to their pet and they're just in a panic. Yeah. And so they've created a really easy way to get this done. I'd encourage you to do that with your podcast. I'm also, as I was reading this, it says call our listener line to ask questions. And then it says season one launched in uh, 2012. Season two is out now. So they went eight and they went nine years on a season. So it doesn't have, seasons don't have to be years. They don't have to be quarters. They can be whatever you want them to be. One of the easy ways to do that is over at PodPage. So this is my pod page for Home Gadget Geeks. And if you scroll down, Dave's got the scrolling on the bottom. Can you stop that for just a second, Dave? Yes. Down on the bottom is a little blue microphone. You see a bottom right-hand corner. And we encourage our listeners to come over and just leave us a 30-second voicemail. It actually comes free as part of their free plan over there at PodPage. If you want to get some audience engagement, it's a great way to do it. And Jim, if you wanted to, you could make that blue button green mm-hmm. to match your, your oh, logo. Okay. Yeah, I have to. I have to go in there now. On the free plan, I can get that. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it I, it actually, it, I, I've said the blue button in my podcast so much. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I think change. I'm just gonna leave it that way. Yeah, because I don't want people like where. Oh, it's. I no, that's the wrong button. But you, it's, it's a great way. This is a great way to get uh, audience and involvement in in what you're doing. A couple great ways. To well, do it. you brought up season numbers, and that's yeah. actually one of the questions I saw on Facebook this morning. It said, I know this might sound silly, but I numbered my episodes, and now that I'm on season two, I'm wondering if I should say it's episode one of season two, or should I simply say it's episode 11? And to which I say, I, and this is just me, this is where it's, this is only an opinion kind of thing, I don't personally get seasons. I just don't. I get it if I'm serial and I have a team of 18 and I'm going to take seven months off in between season one and season two, that I totally get for the average Joe Schmo person. I don't get, unless I want to group things together. Hey, for the next month, we're going to talk about podcast monetization and I want to group them that way. But I, I think adding seasons adds, cause I get that question probably once a week at Libsyn and I'm like, it's your show. Whatever you want to do. I don't know. So, Jim, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah. So Home Gadget Geeks is not by seasons. We just use episode numbers. And so episode numbers are the way to find them. But at Gallup, I did 80 podcasts just last year alone for one podcast. So wow. you, we, I need seasons to separate them out. So I, I'll be in. The other thing we do is we do topics by season. So I'll be, oh, we covered that in season seven or we covered that in season four. So it allows me to create kind of season playlists. I can do that on both YouTube and then on our website. So on uh, gallup.com slash Clifton Strengths, you can go to the resources section and see all our seasons. So it's, it's for us, it's primarily for organizational purposes and people being able to find them. Yeah. And I think for the episode number, it's, I, I, I think if I had to pick one, I would say we'll go with episode 11 because otherwise it's, if somebody says what episode is it? and you go, Oh, episode two, Oh, of season three. Whereas if you right. just say it's, oh, a, yeah. it's episode thirty three, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we now we did the opposite. We do season eight, episode one. Yeah, that's yeah. See, that's, that's what, what I do. would. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. all right. We do. No, we do. But I, I agree with you. Well, I do it both ways. I do it both ways. I go both ways. I shouldn't say that publicly. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, I'll be try the veal. So, Home Gadget Geeks is very just episodic, right? It just is the episode numbers all the way through four hundred and eighty. We just recorded. But at work, we do season episode numbers. So Yeah, CG over at the Rockerty Show says, we progress the season number by year, but keep incrementing the episode number for the community. Yeah, this is one of those words. Yeah. I don't know that there's a wrong answer. No, I, Randy Cantrell does it. Like he's on, I think it's 50, like it's 50, 42, 50, 43. And the 50 means that it's, it's his like version of it. Like this is uh, his fifth version of it. So you can do whatever you want, Tanner. Jim, how do you pronounce Andreas? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. It says, what do you think from the content spinner and the whole thing, podcast planner, Dave said, holding up here from Addy Saucedo. We are both, I believe I can speak for Jim here. We are big Addy Saucedo fans. It's a book, pod, the podcast planner. It's got all sorts of worksheets and things like that. Addy is the, I'm just a big fan of Addy. Jim, any other thoughts? I'd adopt her if it was humanly possible <laughs> to have her as my daughter. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty great. I, I just, I hey, listen, anything that helps you plan, and that can be, for me, it's spreadsheets, but anything that helps you plan, if that's, I think she's got some examples of that on her site, but yeah, I'd say do, if, it, if you're struggling with the planning aspect of it, which a lot of people do, try some tools. We love that. We love Addy stuff. Yeah. Anything that makes me think I'm a big fan of, 
And she's been in it a while. She's been doing it. She works over at Simplecast, so she's got some great insights. And yeah, big fan. Jeff says, I'm thinking about using a Movo VXR10 Pro video mic boom mounted just outside of the webcam view from my office, above my office chair, using this for uh, better biz Zoom meetings. Never uh, The only shotgun mic I've used is one from Rode. And either I'm going to go operator air. I don't know if that thing needs phantom power, but I had it going into a converter to take the, because it's made for a camera input. So I had Rhodes converter, sent it into the Rodecaster and had the same thing here. And it sounded just as good as a, a Blue Yeti used wrong. I got a lot of room noise and I just, I was, huh. So I was somewhat disappointed with my first crack at using a shotgun mic. And I guess maybe I have potentially unrealistic expectations thinking it's going to sound like this, which is three inches from my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, Jim, have you ever used a shotgun mic? I have. Uh, we use them at work from time to time. They're the ones we have are really expensive because it's a company we can buy them, but this is 50 bucks. So I'd give it a try for sure and just see how it goes. If it doesn't sound good, send it back. Yeah. Okay. If, if you go to, uh, I believe it's askthepodcastcoach.com B slash B N H. That'll take you over to my BNH page. You can order it there because the great thing about BNH is if you don't like it, you can send it back. I'm not sure how that works with it's, Amazon. It's about as big as your fist, so it's not a gigantic. It's Sometimes not one of these, those. Yeah, yeah, these shotgun mics are gigantic. They're just super long. So um, I had a road version of this that would plug into the iPhone for yep. for a lot of years, where you could plug that in back when the iPhone had those connections. Yeah, <laughs> that you could do that with. And it's like webcams, right? Yeah, I can have a 4K webcam that, but that sensor is still really small. <laughs> and you're like, and this is still a really small mic. The diaphragm inside of it and all the components to, to pull these things in. Can you get really good quality out of that small of a piece of equipment at $50? You know, yeah. I don't know. Daniel says positioning is key with a shotgun mic, but it's still going to pick up room noise, more room noise, which again is, and Jeff here's Jeff is saying the reason he's doing this is he doesn't really want my work people to see all my nerdy audio gear. But here's the other thing. I've had other people, like I um, did some speaking at an event and they wanted to do a pre-call. And I think the pre-call was to see what kind of gear I had. And Mm -hmm. so I turned on all my lights and I fired it up and they're like, all right, we're done. And I'm like, wait, what did I do? And they're like, oh, we just want to see, okay, you've answered yeah, our question. Yeah. We haven't even heard you yet. So it's a, it can be impressive. I get this question all the time at work. In fact, people want, after we're done with a call, they'll say, can you stay for a second? And then, okay, tell me what I need to buy. <laughs> CG from the Rocky, rocketreeshow.com says, the best microphone is the one that sounds the best on your voice. Yeah, many times a $100 microphone is all you need. And then a Chip, oh, now Chip would know. Chip is like, seriously, like Chip like works for Netflix. He's, he's, this is a guy that knows video. And he's also, if you go to podlu, P-O-D-L-O-U.com, he just had a, he built this just kick butt podcast studio. So if you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area and you need a place to record your podcast, so go check out Chip. Um, and he looks surprisingly like Harrison Ford. He does. I, yes. I don't know why, but he does. He says, I have a new client at the studio that has all of their back catalog on SoundCloud. Ugh. I'd like to monetize their process for better analytics, but is it worth trying to move them? Yes. Here's why. It's a ministry podcast, but only with local sponsors. So the thing with SoundCloud is in 2017, and I'm going to say that again so we can all think about just how long ago that was. In 2017, Apple came out with some new tags for seasons and episode numbers and things like that. And yeah, SoundCloud has yet to implement that. So that's one. They're really a music company that does podcasting poorly. And then the other thing is, if you Google the phrase, buy SoundCloud plays, you'll see we can get 5,000 downloads for five bucks. And consequently, that's why most sponsors will not touch a SoundCloud podcast because you can just buy all sorts of plays. And then you go, hey, all right, here's the bill. It was $30 CPM and we got 48 million downloads. So you owe us 36 grand for that one episode. And it's super easy to move. If you want to move them over to Libsyn, just email support and say, here's my, you have to sign up at Libsyn. What we do is we turn off your storage. We import all your back catalog and then we make it, we swipe your storage. You're still there. It's available to the public. And then you basically put a link into SoundCloud and you're done. 
So, it, don't you have a code for that? that they I do. If you use the coupon code SOP, which is short for School of Podcasting, SOP free, all one word, and that'll get you going. But yeah, SoundCloud is—they're not horrible, but it's—they're—they're they're pretty bad. They work. That's the thing. Does it work? Yes. But it does work. Big uh, community out there. Yeah, a big, so, there is a big community. Mostly yeah. musicians, but it's it's a pretty yeah. big community. Yeah. Uh, but I'm with you. Like their stats and analytics aren't very good. So no, if that's the other thing too. Everybody else does it better. Let's yeah. just yeah. Let's just be clear. Yeah. Andrea says so far. I love my Audio Technic ATR twenty one hundred. Yep. Easy to plug. Easy to with saves me a lot of time on editing time. Even if I already do compression EQ. Yep. That's another good one. The Samsung Q2U, they're all the same. Yep. In fact, that's what Jim is using right now, the AT2100. We check Clubhouse. If you have any questions in Clubhouse, just raise your hand. We'll bring you up on stage. Here's something that I was surprised. And one of the things about podcasting, people ask, why should I get a coach or why should I have somebody teach me? Because there's a lot of bad information. And I couldn't believe I saw this in a Facebook group. And somebody was asking, how do I get to the top of the Apple charts? And somebody actually said, you only have eight weeks from your launch to get into new and noteworthy. And I was like, oh, are we still saying that? And that was, number one, it was a myth. When people were saying it all the time, it was a myth. Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast proved that wrong so many times, but people kept hearing it over and over that they just believed it, and it's not true. And so if you hear somebody say that, first of all, new and noteworthy now, is completely hand curated. There's no algorithm to even game. That is manually done. And the other thing is it doesn't do a lot for you. I don't know. Jim, do you ever go into any app and search through the categories to find a new show? No, I don't. I don't. That's not the way I find them. I search for a topic. I'm like, I type in whatever, podcasting or marketing or email or whatever it is I'm looking for. I don't search for many. It's all word of mouth. Word of mouth. Somebody says, hey, this is a great podcast. Have you ever listened to it? That's usually what gets me to go out and and do it. During the pandemic, my podcast listening is way down, like way down. I'm more on YouTube right now than I am on podcasts. But we do both. At Gallup, we do both. We're in both platforms. and, And I think you need to be. Right. You need to be out there doing those things. It is. And we say this. I always caveat what you say about the rate in in, in a review type thing. Yeah. It is a good mark of engagement. And if you've got right. folks that are leaving you, if leaving you one stars, not that we're bitter about the our latest one star or anything like that. We actually it's a badge of courage to get a one star and ask the podcast coach. Oh, but uh, oh. remind me to tell you about that. I'll, oh, OK. I'll have to pull it up. But it is a, it's a good, you, you can do that now. It is a good, I think it's a good mark of engagement to just, and you'll get some good feedback that way. So I wouldn't say don't ask for those kinds of things. I still think, hey, let us know how we're doing and subscribe on, on in Apple Podcasts or where you, wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't think that's a bad ask. Just don't expect that to do much for you, except feed, give you a feedback mechanism on it. It's part of a whole bunch of other things that you need to do to get out there. Yeah, it wasn't for Ask the Podcast Coach. Oh. But I, my favorite thing about, this is for the podcast rodeo show, which gets one-star reviews on a fairly regular basis, <laughs> typically from somebody who I just said, your show is boring. My yeah. favorite is, if you see down here, the name of the person that wrote this, is his name is spelled C-A-W-K. Now, Jim, if you were to pronounce that, how would you say that? Uh, <laughs> I'd rather not, actually. Okay. But my favorite is, first of all, he says, if you go to his website, he charges four ninety nine a year for a yearly subscription to get better at podcasting. So you already know this guy's a scam artist. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, there's a guy from Britain. Laurel- Let's say Kalk is how he pronounces yes, Kalk. it. Yes, right? Kalk. Yeah. But I was like, if I'm a scam artist, like John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn must be the devil. I was like, holy cow. And the show is exactly what you would expect. A no talent hack giving his necessities or ne- yeah, necessities. Very debatable for a good podcast. I'll save you the time. I love this. He only cares about audio quality. And, uh, but my favorite, I got to get to the best line. I'm not going to read this whole yeah, yeah. thing. A lot of words. It is. A, yeah, he, yeah I was a lot of words. Yeah. Okay. Where's the one where he talks about my lack of. Okay. This guy has the most arbitrary criteria for those shows and the patience of a four-year-old that free bases cocaine. <laughs> and I was like, all right, excellent. You think this was a, that, that this guy's got this kind of laid out and he's just leaving it on random podcasts. Cause I, we see this happen in YouTube all the time where people leave comments just to put the link to their profile or they hoping people will, they'll put a picture of a profile of something provocative 
and hoping you click on it. Do you think this is just clickbait? Do you think? I don't know. And what's weird is you can go into Apple, and I looked, and Cock is not uh, left. Cock has not left any. He is from the United States. He has not left any other reviews because that's always interesting. Is you can go in on a PC into Apple iTunes. And see that. By the way, that is courtesy of my podcast reviews. Check it out. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. And yeah, so it was, I was, it's, it's always fun when you're like, hey, I got a review. Then you click on it and you're like, oh, wow. Oh. Low effort content leech. I want to get that on a t-shirt. Low effort content leech. Badge of honor, Exactly. Right? I know people Bad. that have done that. They And it actually went really well. They got a one-star review. And whatever the topic was, I forget the, the headline, they actually, like like I had it there, if you go into my podcast reviews, you can see where it's the one star in the title. They took that and put it on a t-shirt because it was, it was a lesbian podcast. It was something mm. derogatory and blah, blah, blah. And they took that and turned it, and their their whole audience went bonkers and bought the t-shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, no, celebrate it. Yeah. Celebrate it. Jeff in the chat room says, are you aware of PC-based apps like Hijack that can sweeten audio in real time for web meetings? Oh, there's one. Oh, I want to say, because I keep seeing ads for it on Facebook. There's something that it's it blocks out. It's like a noise gate almost, but it's, it blocks out the sound, and you can plug it into Skype. I think you can use it for Zoom. Hmm. And yeah. I, oh, that's going to drive it's me. Real-time no. options. So here, yeah. you think about that for a second. The I've always been, and I've never been a big fan of audio, I'm <clears throat> sorry, software-based audio tools. Because it never fails, and maybe just because I've been doing PCs for 30 years, it never fails. You're in the middle of something important, and the thing crashes, right? The thing shuts down. <clears throat> Your computer doesn't update. It's not the same. You're always tweaking it all the time. So I've always steered away from that. Since I've gone on the Mac, Ed has turned me on to Audio Hijack and Loopback. Mm-hmm. And I, so I've been using them sparingly over the last six weeks, whatever, four weeks, whatever I've had this Mac. And it's bringing some confidence back to me. I really think hardware has gotten good enough now that it's making me feel better about running those things via software. But a hardware component doesn't get bogged down because Chrome has too many tabs open. Like you don't, a mixer doesn't slow down. It always is at the same speed. And this is my fear is that with software tools, if the system runs away or something goes wrong on your system, you're done. It locks it up or whatever. It crashes, it closes it, it, it whatever. It's affected by an update. Hey, my, my mixer, no updates. Doesn't have, doesn't, yeah. I don't have to reboot it kind of thing. So that's been my hesitancy with software type applications doing it that way. I think I'm warming up to it a little bit more, but I, I'm still, I still like, I have a hardware mute button. I like the hardware end of it. So. Yeah. Uh, Daniel wins the prize along with Jared Johnson. It's crisp is the name of the thing. And they have an interesting video on YouTube of somebody with a weed or a, a leaf blower outside and he turns it on and it, it, it takes out the leaf blower sound. I'm with uh, CG over at the Rocketry Show. Automatic tools, they tend to trade one problem for another, like weird, watery. You, you get that underwater sound. I know noise reduction, yeah. uh, D-reverb, all those tools are phenomenal. But, man, if you go one click too many, you go from, man, that sounds a whole lot better to, oh, crap, what happened? So you have to be really careful with those. Compre- anything compression. Right. It's yeah. doing magic that you I'm the, the, listen to some of the audio, the audio files as they talk about this. They use words I can't even comprehend. And so you're like, uh, so just be careful what you apply to, to those settings. I'm all for it, by the way. There's lots of there's lots of things using audio hijack on the Mac. There's plugins and things you can use that will do stuff in real time, gate you in real time, compress you in real time. So, yeah, those things are great. Just know what you're doing, I think, when you get into it. Yeah, the other thing I want to mention, I realized, man, we're coming up on the the end of the show here, at least the end of the, the free show. If you don't have your ticket for PodFest, it is starting next week. They have the pre-event. All the mini-cons are happening next week. If you go to Eventbrite is where the, the link I have here, just do a search for uh, PodFest Global. That is starting. I'll be speaking there the following week with my title is Spend $100 on a Microphone, Spend 100 Hours Getting to Know Your Audience. And uh, what's great about Speaking there, it's 20 minutes. And as much as you might say 20 minutes is a long time, it's not. And it's, I'm going to throw out all my 
slides about, look at me, I've been podcasting since 2000. Nope, let's just get right to it and go to town. But So that's coming up next week. So if you're looking for, you know, if you want to watch some more Zoom videos and edu- educate yourself, that's a way to do that. It That one is... Stream them while you're out going for a walk. Yeah. Like, get, get outside when you can. When the weather gets a little warmer here in the northern hemisphere, Yeah, that go, up, go outside. Yeah, and that is all virtual. I forget when... I think the next physical one is podcast movement and i want to say august in tennessee or is it july but it's very it's possible and then very i possible. think i forget the next physical one for Podfest. i want to say april it's it's closer or june but it's like one of those where it's like uh that could be a close one yeah, we canceled our June summit at Gallup. We canceled it for, and it's 100% virtual. I think we'll be back in person next summer. Yeah, that's where I hear a lot of bands and musicians and things like that. They're like, yeah, we're doing 2022. Oh, yeah. the, can you imagine like what it's going to be like when this thing opens back up again and people can do things? We're going to lose our minds. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's going to be the biggest talk about the spreading of germs. And we all haven't been together in a year. (laughs) We're all going to have colds. It's going to be like starting school again. We're all going to have colds and coughs and cold sores. (laughs) Well, that's my whole thing is, is it going to be, are we going to have all sorts of problems with people? Like when we finally get to hug each other, we're going to have people like, okay, that's enough. You can uh, let me go, please. On our way out, I'll say this. The, The masks have decimated the flu. So like the flu symptoms are down like by 90% or flu cases are down like by 90%. And the, the makers of the of vaccines for the flu each year, they're like, we're not sure we're going to get enough sample to, to make good vaccines for the flu for next mm. year. Who, who would have thought the flu is a pretty, was a pretty easy, all we had to do is wear masks and we curtailed people getting the flu. Of course, that'll end and we'll start spreading it around right. like we used to. But so next year could be a really bad, could be a really bad year for the flu just coming off of, yeah, we made it through COVID and then bam, the flu hits. So well, we got some work ahead. I've heard that. Uh, oh, cool. We got somebody raising their hand. So we're going to, that is Ash. Ash have- we're going to get you via post show, which is coming up in, in just a bit. But Jim, what is coming up on the average TV? Yeah, and if you're in Clubhouse, don't go anywhere. Our post show is yeah. available to you guys as well. You, you can do that. We had the CEO of Channels on talking about over-the-air DVR. So watching TV, recording TV, those kinds of things. Channels is a company that can help you do that locally, record it, stream it uh, in your house. Terribly nerdy. Uh, it'll be posted a little bit later uh, today at the TheAverageGuy.tv. That's, I mean, your audience, that is your, your terribly... Oh, yeah. That's the sweet spot. You should have t-shirts with that. Terribly nerdy. And proud that's of our, it, that, you know. Maybe that's our slogan. Maybe I'll get with Mark, and that'll be that'll become part of the Home Gadget Geeks logo. Terribly nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the the call line or whatever. Mark, are you listening? Write yeah. that down because I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you. Home Gadget Geeks. Terribly nerdy. I like that. On the school of podcasting, I mentioned it earlier. We're gonna be talking about. I've I did an experiment, and I'm here to tell you. Maybe we'll talk about this, Jim. I know you said you were thinking about contacting your audience one-on-one yeah and i've done this a ton the last couple weeks i've actually gotten two guests out of it i've got two questions of the month it's been interesting but i'm also going to talk a little bit about what i learned and just things how i'm like everybody should be doing this because it's a really great experiment and it's interesting because i have to figure out how to do this in a way because nobody cares what like there are some things i learned but like in the end, like who cares what Dave is working on? I have to make this on a global scale. How is that going to work? So that is coming up along with some updates on some things. And uh, that is again at schoolofpodcasting.com. We're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live every Saturday. Thanks to the 41 people in the chat room and uh, probably the 16 people on Clubhouse. And uh, stick around for some post show. 